This is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Spiritual Immersion, Taking the Plunge. And the intention of these podcasts is to support and empower you to be with what's uncomfortable with yourself, what's uh, challenging, what's uncertain, what's unknown, what's scary, what's uh, approaching, what's um, what you're having to be with that you don't want to be with, uh, where you feel powerless and hopeless and... Um, in despair. <laughs> it sounds like a fun podcast, doesn't it? Um, but the truth is, is we all feel those things. We all, being part of being human, as part of our, you know, the existence or existentialism of being human is that we are in these elements of life that provide moments of despair or um, uncertainty or powerlessness and hopelessness and helplessness. It's just part of what is. And at the same time, these moments of powerless, helpless, hopeless can be moments where we decide maybe we can look at things differently. Maybe if we change the way that we believe, that we think, um, that we see, perceive, um, maybe we can turn things around. Maybe if we ask for support from um, our high, higher self or from our higher spiritual knowing, whether that's God or Jesus or uh, oneness or universal source or our angels or Shiva or whoever it is that you, um, you uh, go to with prayer, asking them for support, asking them to see things a different way, that's, that could be really, really helpful. When we lean into the um, having faith in something other than our consensus view of reality, in having faith in something be beyond fear, um, that's where things start to get kind of interesting. So recently, um, actually for a very long time, uh, I've been um, listening to and focusing on how we, how, how our bodies can heal themselves in a sense. As Joe Dispenza says, you know, the, the, there's an energy, there's something that created our bodies and that energy is within us. And if that ener when that energy created us, it also created the ability for us to heal ourselves to a very large degree. And when we disempower ourselves by saying, no, I can't do this. I, um, somebody else needs to fix me. Um, I I'm hopeless. Um, that despair creates more, um, more negativity and more unlikelihood that we will um, come, come through whatever we're facing um, physically or emotionally or spiritually or mentally. Uh, so uh, for, I've been listening to, and, and, and I, you've heard me talk about Radical Remission by Kelly, Mich Kelly um, Turner, Radical Remission by Kelly Turner. She talks about what the, the nine things are that people use to um, have a radical remission, to cure themselves from cancer. And uh, Joe Dispenza talks about, and, and Bruce Lipton, and Deepak Chopra, and um, Greg Braden, many, many people are talking about the biology of belief, that what we believe, we um, create our reality, uh, not only in terms of our circumstances, our, our, our belief system totally creates our circumstances. I have no doubt about that. I mean, I'm a transformational coach. I totally get that. But the degree to which it, it influences how my physical body is, 
um, that's hard to take on because of the enormous pressure, the enormous presence of, of Western medicine in the United States and the pharmaceutical company and all those kinds of things. So um, it's enormous to go against um, the pressures to um, be on Medicare or health insurance, all of those kinds of things, which for me, um, it doesn't necessarily make sense because I believe in natural healing. I believe in, the, in, our, in our ability to heal ourselves. I really do. And, um, and that if, you know, if there's an, a need as in infections or in broken bones or accidents, things like that, where I need Western medicine, I'm all about it. I'm very, very grateful that it's there. But when it comes to stress-related diseases, which is basically 99% of what we go to the doctors for, um, I want to heal my own stressors. I want to get through my own <clears throat> challenges that make me sick, that disease, that creates disease. <coughs> Excuse me. So one of those things is, um, so I've been working with Joe Dispenza's um, uh, meditation from his book, um, You Are the Placebo. And it's a meditation which asks two questions. Uh, what beliefs don't work for you anymore? This is my, the way I'm saying it. What beliefs do you want to get rid of? What belief doesn't work for you anymore? So like um, the belief that I'm a victim to life. I'm uh, a victim to the politics of the, of the United States. Uh, the belief that I'm... Um, um, a, a woman and I can't succeed and be uh, wealthy beyond measure. That's not something I want to hold on to. Um, I want to hold on to, or I want to also let go of the belief that um, I'm not safe being me. So those are things that I want to let go of. And the other question he asks is, what beliefs do you want to take on? What, what do you want to believe in? And I want to believe that I am... Um, not at the mercy of the politics. I'm not at the mercy of anyone, uh, that I am empowered. And uh, I also want to believe that I'm safe being me in all the ways that I am. So things like that. So over the last few day, days, now I don't, you don't know me, but <laughs> I am not one to meditate. I don't like meditating. It doesn't work, hasn't worked for me, I'll say it that way. In terms of just sitting in quiet, I get very dis disrupted. And um, I'm very good at cont contemplating. I'm very good at sitting with uh, a book. Um, and you've heard me talk about, um, about oneness or Course in Miracles, where I sit with the material and I really, really, really take in what it's saying. And I do a lot of journaling and writing based on what I'm reading. It's been exceptionally helpful. Uh, so taking on the meditation of Joe Dispenza's is a big deal for me because I don't do it. And it's, it's a whole hour and so that's a commitment, real big commitment, because I, I need to be that committed. Why do I need to be committed at this point? So I have um, been, um, I have, I'm trying to say this in a positive way, in, in an empowered way. So I've been experiencing skin cancer for probably 40 years, 50 years. And, um, and I've had it on my face and my nose and my back. I've had my legs and all over the place. And I realized that unless I change something, unless I see this not as this is cancer and my dad had it on his skin and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have what he had, that's a belief system. 
that I don't want to buy into anymore. What I believe is that I've taken on some interpretations and beliefs that are the source of this, this cancer. I have eight brothers and sisters, and none of them have the kind of cancers. They, they don't have the, the degree to which I have it and where, you know, that I have it on my face. Um, and so it's like, why, why is it that I have this and they don't? Right? That's a good question. Um, and, and certainly I've been in the sun a lot and, and all, but it's, it's like, so have they, those kinds of things. So when I'm looking at this question, what are my beliefs that no longer work for me? It's just an interesting perspective to say, I mean, even if, if, um, if you need, if, if you have cancer and if you need, um, support from uh, Western medicine through surgery, chemotherapy, radiation, it's still a good idea to be able to say, okay, so what is the source? What else? How can I also support um, healing myself in this process? How can I support my, my body in healing itself? And this is what Kelly Turner talks about in Radical Remission is the nine ways that we can support ourselves in healing ourselves. And, um, and so it's, it's been a very, very valuable um, journey to be looking at what's true for me. And, um, and I come up with all kinds of things. I mean, uh, there is a, a, a cancer personality. <laughs> there is. And I kind of fall into that. As, and um, some of that is being a victim uh, or disempowered. And this is something that's bigger than me, those kinds of things, as opposed to being empowered, not in victim mentality, and really empowering myself to change what I can change. And that includes my belief system. I have total and complete uh, rule over what I believe, and I can change them <laughs> anytime I want. And so can you. But one of the interesting things I came across yesterday. Um, last night is that it just so happened that physically I, you know, I was born into a pretty um, attractive body. uh, As a kid, I was seen as being really beautiful and I got a lot of attention for it. And um, I was always uncomfortable with it. In fact, I felt a a lot of shame when people would point, my parents would say something or whatever. People would talk about how how beautiful I was. And I, I felt shame and humiliated about that. I don't know. And also, because my um, brothers and sisters didn't have that kind of um, attention, I also felt bad because I was getting attention they weren't. And, um, and, I, and I wondered the other night, did I decide I needed to punish myself or somehow disfigure myself in order to... Um, um, bring justice to the situation that I had some beauty or something that my my fellow siblings didn't have. It was a really interesting question, and there was a part of me that went, "Yeah, I, you know, why else would I create, you know, things on my nose?" And I had um, a major major um, cancer removal uh, under my lip, which was, as the doctor said when he was before he did it, he said, "You know, that's going to disfigure you, don't you?" It was like, oh my God, that's it just was terrible. So I'm not disfigured. I'm still a human being, and I'm more human being <laughs> every day. But those kinds of questions, like, what are those beliefs? 
that create the dis-ease that we live with? What are the what are the beliefs and the interpretations we make about ourselves, even as little children that are so unconscious, we don't even know that we're living into it. So, you know, part of that judgment, or not judgment, part of that punishment element of me has been, I think, well, it's certainly something I want to look at. Because even if it's, um, uh, you know, 5% or 10%, it's, it's a significant influence in how I see myself not in a positive light, but in a negative light. And I want to get rid of all of the ways that I see myself in negative in negative ways. Like, what's the point of seeing myself in negative ways? What's the point of you seeing yourself in negative ways? Because 90% of it isn't even true. But we hold these truths. We hold them as truths. They're not truths. They're just beliefs or interpretations. Somebody might have said something to you and... Uh, uh, um, and you, you just believed it as opposed to going, no, that's not true. So the point of all of this is that this, there's a source to a source of your dis-ease and the disease, the dis-ease causes our disease. And um, the more that we're aware of that, the more that we become empowered to make a choice to see it differently and then be it differently. And that's, to me, tremendously exciting. That's why I, I listen to Joe Dispenza and Greg Braden and um, Bruce Lipton, those guys, because they're all saying the same thing. They're saying it from the point of science and research of what's really possible these days, which we didn't know before 20 years or even 10 years. And what we our, our, our um, consensus view of reality um, is resisting because it's scary to learn to believe something new. But that's where we're at. We have this capacity to shift and change ourselves in ways that we never knew existed before. And that's what I want for you is to be empowered to, to start to look at these things and um, gain courage, uh, cultivate the courage to, to see things the way you want to see them as in good and um, positive. Uh, and uh, so enough ands and enough us. And uh, I will leave you with that for now. All right. Big hugs. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.